2: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined on this Monday, as I always am, by my all-the-time husband,
2: Lately superhero of a husband, Kyle. You say that because I am, I'm the enabler of the things that you shouldn't do. (laughs) Is that true? I I mean, often, yes. Do we maybe do mutual enabling of each other? I don't need a lot of encouragement.
1: (laughs) You have been practicing the philosophy of love what you love, do what you want to do for a long time.
2: That's true. Although... It has been in, in recent times it's that that has switched from a version of anger towards everyone else to love of self. That's true.
1: That's a great, that is probably a lot to unpack there.
2: There but is. That's a whole, that's probably a whole mini-series that I would charge admission for. Yes. Ooh, a, a TED Talk. I was going
1: to say a lecture series, but maybe
2: it could be a, a an TED actual Talk? TED Talk. I don't know that I'm that robust in content. Maybe a... Maybe a Tad talk? (laughs) It's just somewhere, and there's a little piece of information that might not be completely worthless, but only if you take it from the perspective of don't do whatever he said.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, it's Monday. It's the last Monday of April. Here we are just putting this month to
2: bed. You know what they say. April showers bring Mayflowers.
1: That's true. They do say that. Um, You knocked down a lot of April flowers in the yard over the weekend. If
2: yes, if you count According clover as Nico, flower, well, dandelions, and dandelions, yeah, yes. Nico's convinced they are flowers. He likes to pick them and bring them to you.
1: Yes, also clover with the purple flowers. Yes, he likes to pick is those that and clover? bring them.
2: Or is that hindit? Oh, look at you with I your. Used to be a yard boy. With that's true, you did. It was before I was a man, or I would have been a yard man. <laughs> yes. Well, as am I yet a man? These are the questions that trouble the minds of men. Men, boys. Yes. Boy, men.
1: Boys to men.
2: Boys to men. There's a...
1: Motown Philly back again. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> dada, da da
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so as we recorded as Sunday, this is our usual... Um, routine however we're doing it hours
2: earlier than we hours normally earlier. would we're so sober it's not even a, holy
1: i know uh, who knows how this is gonna turn out you probably, know what i mean it'll
2: probably really suck <laughs> well just buckle up everyone for everyone lower your expectations now
1: so instead of buckling up should, they should just like unbuckle
2: unbuckle, <laughs>
1: <laughs> unbuckle hang your buckling. head out
2: the window like a dog unbuckle <laughs> steer with your feet
1: Put your feet on the dashboard for sure. This is going to be laid back. Um, okay, so it is. It's Sunday, but we have like a, an abundance of lifestyle stuff. It's been happening. a lifestyle week. Do you want to mention briefly before we get into our lifestyle discussion the um, television series that you've been binge watching, or do you want to wait until you wrap it up?
2: I don't care. Okay, well, let's hear it then. Okay, well, I've been watching Dexter New Blood. Mm-hmm. Anybody familiar with the old Showtime? series Dexter um, would have, would have recognized that they left it somewhat open-ended as he boated out into a hurricane and then disappeared. But then they, they like showed, I think there was a scene of him somewhere cold and snowy. Yes. Well contrast to Miami,
1: very or deep.
2: Miami, if you pronounce it that way
1: beyond <laughs> yeah, bienvenido a Miami. Um, okay. If you haven't watched Dexter just briefly, it's about a man who is a serial killer
2: with a code. With a code, he only kills
1: bad people. He only kills the bad ones. Or
2: in the instance where a good person is going to catch him, he might go ahead and off.
1: That happened a few times. Yeah. So Sometimes the series, the code gets muddy. Yeah, that's true. The series ended a couple of years ago, but then Showtime did this. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know what the right word is. I feel weird calling it a reboot because I feel like. He he
2: never wore boots in the first one. Yeah. Now he has snow boots. He does have snow boots. So maybe it's just a booting.
1: Yes. So you were like feeling exasperated with nothing to watch the other night. Oh,
2: but it was exacerbated by the fact that I tried like five times in a row to log into Hulu, finally looked up on the phone, and everybody on the interwebs was like, Hulu is gone forever. (laughs) Elon Musk bought it, sold it to Twitter, and then canceled them. It's like, damn, that was a lot of work, Elon. In just a couple of hours. Right? Did you send him to Mars? What's happening here?
1: <laughs> so you were so mad that Hulu was down that you actually are like, fine, I'll go to Prime. We pay good money go, for Prime
2: too. I will go to the service with the worst interface ever. Just to wallow in my self pity.
1: It's true. I think that is actually why you opened
2: Prime. It's totally true. The Roku interface for Prime is awful. It is. It's like putting yourself in a headlock and punching your own face. Yeah. Yeah. But you noted that we
1: still have the Showtime channel via Prime. We had gotten that so I could watch Yellow Jacket season one and then yeah. force you to watch it. And so. You didn't have to force me. It's so good. I can't wait for season two. But anyway, you did see oh, hey, what's this Dexter New Blood situation?
2: Well, I'd heard rumblings. Rumblings, isn't, no rumblings. Actual
1: rumblings. Grumbling, rumbling. Okay.
2: Just mad, mean mouth in it. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's all you'll ever hear because that's all that anybody ever shares is the negative. Very anybody true. Being everyone besides freaking sort of awesome. Yeah. Because we like were, to share the non negatives. Yeah. You might even say the positives. Well, we'll give you, we'll show you something negative and then how to take a positive crap on it. There we
1: go. Yes, that's what I've been doing for seven
2: years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> There's a lot of poop jokes there. Have we I'm only been gonna... married for seven years.
1: That sort of awesome. has been on the air for seven years. That We've been married when, a lot was, longer.
2: Well, common law. That was when we got officially, we stood before the justice of the peace and. Really? I gave you the cigar band as a wedding ring. <laughs> you cut your hair to buy combs for my mustache and beard, but I shaved my beard and mustache.
1: Yep. We're straight out of an O. Henry short story. Something like that. The anyway. Gift of the Magi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where um, were we? I blacked out. We huh? were talking about texture and also yeah. the new blood. Okay.
2: There was there were people that were bad mouth. Oh, this is stupid. And, I, blah, blah, blah. and that's literally they said, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I suspected it was probably decent. Yes. Because most people are stupid, mm-hmm. as we all know. Well, people pre- that aren't awesomes, anyway. Yeah.
1: Outside of the awesome community. You, c- yeah. you can get in the awesome bubble, and you start to think that everyone's smart and, and understands how the world yeah. works and They're is credentialed.
2: helpful. They're credentialed. They have letters behind their name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's outside of the awesome bubble. I was yeah. gonna say like inside of it you, yeah, no, yeah, you was... start to think like this is how the world works. Mm. But then outside of the awesome okay, bubble, okay. then you run into people and you're like, Oh shoot. Yeah, I forgot.
2: Yeah, I get it. I get it now what you're saying. I was yeah. saying we we can tend to be really trusting because somebody holds some kind of designation that means well they know what this is, except they rarely ever do. Yeah. In fact, I believe ninety nine percent of all people that do have become awesomes.
1: Okay. There that makes sense. Okay. So you you took the, the fervor, the anti-fervor, the fervor against New Blood. Yes. And said, you know I what? I fueled my own machine. Yeah, if yeah. people are angry about this, then That's maybe it's... That's not a
2: weird sexual joke, by the way. <laughs> okay. Just want to make that clear.
1: <laughs> if people are are shaking angry
2: fists at Dexter New Blood, then maybe I should check it out. I think watch it. I think watch it go in... Hmm.
1: I mean, if you're okay I with...
2: Explain some things without spoiling.
1: If you're okay with the grittiness that is well, yeah yeah, the Dexter universe, yeah,
2: for sure, but I mean if you even yeah do you even lift <laughs> something um, I think the writers did a really stellar job because it was it was effectively done that that original plotline storyline they had. They had squeezed all the milk of life sure. from that thing. For sure. They could. They'd beaten every angle up. Yeah. I think they did a great job of of revamping it, taking a new plot line, bringing some, some interesting things into the mix. Now, is it... Yeah, you're still going to have some of the traces of, this is a show that's been going on for a long time. Sure. Um, but I, th- I think it was well done. I'm not quite finished with it yet. I think I maybe have definitely less than two episodes left okay maybe less than one i can't remember
1: yeah. when i got
2: groggy and turned it off last night but uh, you've
1: been really working your way through it i think it's worth a watch okay well as i mentioned at the beginning of our conversation we have just a lot of lifestyle stuff to talk about mm-hmm.
2: lengthen your pause why between life and style. oh
1: yeah okay life they're two words style
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: We've been sipping gin again yeah. at the recommendation. Call
2: chug a and sipping.
1: <laughs> at the recommendation and in fact encouragement of the awesomes. We've been yeah. sipping on a lot of different gins. Um I, you, I did we told the story right of how I the Uncle Val up a homeless person? No, stop. The Uncle Val's restorative story. Restorative gin is getting a getting Restorative. Okay. Restorative gin. Mm-hmm. Getting hard to find.
2: Mm-hmm. You went you went rogue. You went off grid. Yes. You waded into a a homeless camp.
1: No, I did not. No.
2: And offered a bounty. No. (laughs) And this is Dexter New New Blood. It's the next series after the current series.
1: No. What I did was for the Meg's
2: Reckoning. (laughs)
1: What I did do is for the first time ever in my adult life, I downloaded the app Drizzly. Drizzly? Drizzly will bring alcohol right to your door if that's what you require.
2: Is this app founded in the Upper Northwest? It does have a, a grizzly bear as the logo, the icon. Oh, grizzly?
1: No, Drizzly is the name of the app, but they actually do have a bear. Oh,
2: that's really confusing.
1: As their. It's grizzly. like sort of Drizzly. As their sort of mascot, I guess you could say. Here I think I will. they
2: did this to troll people.
1: Maybe so. Well, I
2: okay. I moved it to, off of my homepage, so I can't show you. Um, you had it on your homepage next to the picture of the woman's butt and thong panties. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I looked. There was a- no
2: denial there, just for the record. Yeah,
1: yeah. I looked on Drizzly just to see what stores came up as having the restorative gin in stock
2: yes uncle vowels as it were
1: i found one that we never ever go to though i didn't know where it was went over they only had two bottles left on the shelf so i felt like a real winner taking two, both of yep. them up to the counter
2: two-fisted like, it yep just these two i just need one in each
1: hand yep <laughs> and i was also there at like 10 30 in the morning so i also felt best.
2: really <laughs> awesome doing Did that you guys open early <laughs> i've got yard sales to hit after this <laughs>
1: But, so, yes, we've been enjoying Jen. You yourself have been kind of like reigniting an interest that you've had in the past year or two, yes, which is the whole process of the chemistry of the art and the science of distilling what would yeah. become spirits. Yeah, I'm gonna let you take it from here. Here, right. this is, your, this awesome is my today, handoff, would you? <laughs> I'm handing it off to oh, you.
2: Okay, you want me to talk more? Yes, okay. So, for those completely not in the know, no insult to, probably everybody already knows this, but spirits, high alcohol content drinks, originate as a wine or a beer or mm-hmm. a wash. Sometimes it's called yeah. a wart is Ooh. what a, a beer starts as. W-A-R-T, wart. I, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I really despise it. I would guess it's German, and it probably means something pornographic because the Germans are freaks. <laughs> I am one, so I can say that. Um, you take that and you run it through a evaporative process to separate out the volatiles, which are all the all of the the nulls, ethanol, methanol, mm. all the nulls. Mm-hmm. That's my own made up term in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, all the alcohols. Yeah. Well, there's different methodologies for doing that. Sure. And and I guess for anybody that wants to geek out in the world of, of drink, which is kind of fun to do. For
1: people who like to
2: geek out about things. Even if you don't, maybe you should, Maybe you do and you just don't know it yet. <laughs> That's creepy, right? Yeah, it's very creepy.
1: But you do, you love a good geek out. I do, I enjoy it. About something you're interested in.
2: I like to know how things are done. Yes. Um you know, maybe everybody liked hot dogs until they saw how they were made. So, <laughs> yes. I think it's important to look at some of this sometimes. Right. S- self-preservation and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. I loved Yertrigny until I found out it was made from a hog's head. Yes. So, there you go. There A um, few different processes, or, or rather, apparatus. Is that the well, plural? Dead gum. I guess so. For, for stills, uh-huh. as it were. Um, and the type used kind of dictates... How much flavor comes over from your beginning substance that you're pulling the alcohol out of? You get esters and good stuff or bad stuff, maybe mm. that that comes over. Um, and then when it comes to gin, gin is an infused.
1: Yes. Drink. yes. Now
2: you're going to get a little bit of of flavor from whatever it was that they made the the original right wine wort, Yeah beer spirit or not spirit um but whatever wash. yeah wash mm-hmm. from you'll get you'll get some trace flavors from that but gin then is infusing it's always juniper i think cardamom and then lots of arguments over what other things are in there that give you maybe licorice notes or citrus notes different different things um botanicals yeah as it were it's right? a very natural drink it's good for you
1: it is actually good for it your is. digestive system in fact
2: uncle val's restorative gin is restorative yes restorative yeah it restores you to your former glory glory to the glory days that's why i had on that football
1: We're actually anti-aging as we drink it. Pretty much. I act
2: like a child most of the time now. (laughs) So there's two different ways. And I I think all of this is interesting from the perspective of find a drink you like Mm -hmm. and then try to do the backwards look to say, well, how did they do this? Right. Did they use a a pot still? Did they use a continuous still with bubble plates and blah, 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 which is actually, that's technology, I think, from the 18. 30s or 60s pot stills go back much further still
0: yeah
2: um yeah so you would either macerate Mm -hmm. which would be to take all those basically and and steep them into what you were getting ready to distill or you could do a vapor uh infusion which would be that's the process It, it evaporates stuff vapor moves up through and then you would have that vapor move through your botanicals and then recondense into a uh, high alcohol volume spirit. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, you have one that we've we've tried a few. We've tried a few, and yep. we're limited. I feel like Oklahoma is more like the land of harder-to-find gins. It doesn't seem as popular here, maybe. Neither. Or maybe I'm just making that up, so I feel like a special snowflake.
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's hard to find or not. I think if you were looking for a specific kind a specific brand, a specific um, run from a specific brand, that could
2: be challenging. But yes.
1: Freeman's and this place where I got the restorative
2: from. Restorative. Of,
1: why can't I say it?
2: I don't know. Why do you say envelope? Because <laughs> that's the correct way to pronounce it? Incorrect. Incorrect.
1: Um, I feel like there's a good variety, and there are some gins that are made right here in Oklahoma. There are, and
2: even pretty pretty decent, yeah. right? yeah. Yeah. We've only had one of those and it was, I, that's why I just say pretty decent.
1: Yes. When I was unable to buy the uncle Val's we were looking for last week, one of the staffers at um, our local liquor store, mm-hmm. I almost said coffee shop and I was like, Nope, the that's one that's the close enough
2: that if you're too drunk to drive, you can walk there.
1: <laughs> you could. I mean, it's a long walk. It's a, it's a bit of a hike, but you what, could walk mile, there. mile and a half. Nah, I'd say a mile. Okay. um, So one of the staffers recommended this.
2: Drunk miles are like dog years.
1: Yes, definitely would feel like that. From what I'm told, I've never
2: never been drunk. Really? From what I can recall.
1: (laughs) He suggested this gin from Nika Coffee. Is it Nika or Nika? Nika, probably, because it's Japanese. And I do think that I is the um e sound in japanese but i'm okay. an, i'm a language idiot so i could be very There's wrong two on that
2: K, so would it be nikika i don't think so probably not i just thought i'd ask
1: okay nika coffee they have a gin it is not made from or nor does it taste like coffee in nor fact, is
2: it spelled like coffee
1: right it's c o f f e y yes now that has historical significance can i just say one thing before we get into that you
2: can say three go this tastes like sweet tarts that was one <laughs> Does it taste like? Mm, so so. Every time somebody says sweet tarts, I think of Smarties.
1: Oh no no no! They're not I the same. No. They're not the uh-uh. same. It's not the same.
2: Different brands. Yeah. But it, okay, sweet tarts. So the bigger
1: they're like the discs, the
2: bigger discs that you Citrus-y get. Citrusy flavor at the at the concession stand at, yes. a, at a ball game. Yes,
1: exactly. I don't really particularly like candy. And I'm not saying that this is a candy gin. But the very first sip I ever had of this, no ice, nothing, just a straight sip of it. I Mm -hmm. was like, this smells and tastes like sweet tarts. But not not in a cloying way. Not in a bad way. Was it
2: both nose and mouth or just mouth? I feel like nose and
1: mouth. Okay. Yes. Nose and palate. I really like it. I'm finishing off this bottle today. And
2: by finishing off... She means that she held a blowtorch to the edges of the bottle to heat it up to cause the final particles of alcohol to release from the glass surface. And
1: yeah, it was it's it was delightful. Now, you said there's a pillow on fire. (laughs) You said there's historical significance to the name Nika Coffee, yes. Okay,
2: let's hear it. The Nika still, which this is. Sheesh. And I'm not. If anybody's knowledgeable on this, don't call me out if I'm wrong. Or you're canceled. Just say it. Say it nicely. Say <laughs> you're. you know,
1: you're nicely soft, canceled. Lowercase a. Actually.
2: <laughs> um, Nika was, or coffee rather, C O F F U I. Mr. Coffee was uh, not Mr. Coffee, the brand of coffee <laughs> things. Mr. The Man Coffee, the okay. Coffee Man. I
1: wonder if it's Kofi because well, it in Japanese, be. I do think that the O.
2: He's is not. not what he's we not would say. Japanese.
1: Oh, he's not. No, no. But was he from Japan?
2: No, no, not coffee. Am I crazy? No, you're not. Okay. You're conflating a few different things we've already okay. discussed. Okay. It's okay. 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 Um, this guy, and I believe he was 1860s is when he came up with uh, continuous. So so here's the thing. When you're distilling, um, if you're using a pot still, which is the most rudimentary form, this is the hillbilly moonshine form of still. Yeah. Much older than them even still. You're going to pull off eh, maybe 60, maybe 70 percent. Alcohol by volume mm-hmm. at the highest mm-hmm. because it's a very and but you get a lot more flavors mm-hmm. from from what you started with, but the desire for maybe a little bit less of some of those flavors as well as a higher alcohol content a lot of times they'll do first a stripping run yeah, and then take what was done there and run it again, yeah in a spirit run, and sometimes multiple times well, coffee created a means again it's called continuous. Distillation—it's uh, the introduction of of bubble plates, sections within the column that comes off of the boiler. Yeah. So that you have repeated evaporation, recondensation. Yeah. And every time that process occurs, your alcohol content is cranked up originally very significantly. Each okay. time through, the impact is a little bit lesser, a little bit lesser. If you do enough of these, you get all the way to azeotrope, which is vodka.
1: Okay, okay.
2: It's like the highest level at which you can distill before just everything would evaporate and oh. lower the ABV okay. back to this this highest level that's attainable. Mm-hmm. At that point, you have very little, if any, flavor. Mm-hmm. Think of a vodka. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, but you don't have to go all the way that far. Coffee created this process so that you could introduce varying levels of multiple distillations within a single run, mm-hmm. speeds things up considerably, saves resources. What I can't tell, oh well, let me back then let me stop before I go there and say then um nika coffee. This is, and I can't, I would never be able to pronounce right, even if I could remember the name of the Japanese fellow who is credited as the founder. He went to Scotland. Yes. Learned how to distill whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Came back, found a location that loosely replicated the environment. Yeah. Of where he'd been in Scotland, but now in Japan, and established a distillery there. And he purchased and brought with him then uh the still yes. technology originally was doing whiskeys mhm within i don't know i don't know when they started vodkas and gins mm-hmm. but that was kind of the process first was whiskeys
1: okay interesting they were making whiskey and then they were like you know
2: you know what i'd like is some good restorative gin <laughs> uncle val's not going to be born for a few centuries <laughs>
1: And also, I want something sweet that kind of tastes like a sweet tart. Maybe so. I mean, I keep saying that it's not that sweet. It's not no, like no, no, no.
2: sugary sweet. That's, I just that, it's that's just the so thing. citrusy. Yeah, if it's not a mixed drink, anything you're talking about in flavor profile, they're yeah, they're notes, but they're not right. They're not heavy and present exactly. it's, it's things you detect yes there.
1: yes so if you see it at your local liquor store pick up a bottle well, I highly recommend oh dang okay I
2: was going to wrap up by saying what I can't tell yeah and this is where if you're trying to to through the use of nerdery mm. find your way into the next bottle of thing that you like mm-hmm. well what we what we know about Nika coffee gin mm-hmm. is that they're using a form of, of continuous yes. still off of a uh, an advancement off of a pot still. What I can't tell, what I've not found anywhere, is if they're doing maceration, if they're doing uh, vapor infusion, or some combination of both. But many many distilleries will tell you mm-hmm. exactly what they're doing along the way. So you find one you love, and maybe even you you know, if you're really ambitious, you go tour it, or if you're a little bit lazier, their distillery that is, if you're a little bit more lazy, maybe you consult Reddit and find somebody else who's already gone there and and they can tell you, oh, they're doing this. Yes. And so then you can kind of sort through and find by process, because things taste different from maceration to um to vapor infusion. With a vapor, especially as you get into like the lighter, like the citrus notes. Yeah. In a vapor infusion, it's going to taste much more like the actual fruit in a very floral version. Yeah. When you go to the maceration side, it's it's a little bit more like a, a candied version, a oh, jam, a thing like that. So based on your sweet tart explanation, I would make the loose guess they're probably doing at least a decent portion of of things through maceration
1: yes okay that's very fascinating it's just so incredibly amazing how these processes begin at a very similar um, level like the the process is the same, but mm-hmm. all of these little tweaks that you can make can produce such a variance in flavor in your experience yeah. and drinking it and all of
2: that. Do you want to twist off into rum? Give us some rum, deets. Because we... Give us you the rundown on the rum. watched a few things on this. Yes. Rum, obviously a very old drink. Oh, yeah. Um, sadly, responsible for proliferation of the slave trade for mm. a time. Mm-hmm. For sugarcane plantations and whatnot all throughout the Caribbean, but aside from that, it's obviously still made and without the slave labor. so right. That's a good, good, good on you. Good transition. <laughs> um, two things that kind of freaked both of us out as we watched this. One, when you've when you have run a distillation, you never run through hundred percent of the liquid of what's in the boiler. Right. And for rum, what's left over is called dunder like not not dunder mifflin not of
1: the mifflin variety different but that
2: kind that spelling of dunder yes there's a lot of interesting things in there Mm -hmm. and so you save that and you use that again yeah and there's also muck
0: oh yes ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices Mucky. Yeah,
2: muck pits, uh, dunder pits. There's all kinds of interesting things. Basically, you would try to leave it, leave some of your old stuff open to the environment. Right. Hopefully, keeping animals and insects and bugs out of it. Although I would assume in the Caribbean, they're they, historically they haven't been too picky. Mm-hmm. They they were the ones, in fact, who created the skimming net for. Swimming pools. Yeah. I'm making all this up because they had to get the dead raccoon body out of there so they could make their liquor.
1: I don't think raccoons live in the Caribbean.
2: Well, there was one. And he died a lot, repetitively. They called him Jesus Raccoonsto. (laughs) That's sacrilege and I'll go to hell. Um, It's to gather, this process is to gather wild yeasts and bacteria. Yes. And so literally it the the pit can look and even smell like a big old bunch of vomit. Yeah. And it's freaky. Yeah. That this is what goes into rum. Except that you're talking about you're taking something to boiling temp and you're running alcohol all these things and so it it literally kills any nasties and converts many of these many of these things convert to very interesting pineapple flavors and different crazy stuff there's this is all over the youtube go watch it if you find it interesting
1: it's fascinating that something that looks like it's literally growing penicillin before your eyes yeah can also be strep yeah strep is one of the bacterium that is
2: found in these dunders also in yogurt so don't act too cool if you're like i'll never drink strep well i don't think strep's in yogurt a version of strep, I believe, is so, in fact what makes yogurt. Yes, I, I hold that in skepticism. Well, but who knows? Anybody that'd like to prove Meg wrong, <laughs> join Awesome today. The admittance standards are low. <laughs> much like our morals.
1: It's true. Yes, true on both accounts, honestly.
2: All right, that's a lot of that's a lot of booze talk.
1: A lot of booze talk. Don't hate it, really like it. It's good.
2: It's, booze is good food.
1: Booze is good food. That is a deep cut MST3K reference. Mitchell.
2: Yep. Watch it.
1: Um but we really have been enjoying just figuring out like, oh my gosh, like if you do this and that, then this is your end result. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, if, it were legal,
2: if it were legal here, I would run a still every weekend. Instead of mowing the yard, <laughs> I would run a still.
1: Which, again, you did get out this weekend. I did mow the
2: yard. And Mowed. I had to buy booze and mow my own damn yard. <laughs> yes. It's unfair.
1: It was quite american Well, no, it was actually peak American to buy booze and mow
2: the lawn. That's true. It's un-New Zealander. <laughs> It's that's like I think one of the few places in the world where it's legal to yes. recreationally distill.
1: We've talked about this. Yeah. Our Kiwi Claire, the yeah. lone why, why
2: she isn't distilling and sending us product, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Our Lone New Zealand listener, uh, she could fill us in on all of the legalities if we need yeah. to ever ask. Well and
2: while well, she's there, because that's where she lives, yes. she should go meet Jesse of Still It, which is a YouTube channel. And get some distilling tips so that she can make us some good, some good spirits. Yes. This is my expectation, Claire. No question.
1: <laughs> we have had quite the wild weekend. And by weekend, I mean the past 24 hours. 24 to 48, yes. So... Which story should we tell first?
2: Um, how about the time you went to a rock concert and threw your panties on the stage?
1: <laughs> I told you the line was too long for panty throwing. I was
2: like, oh, i too old for not that. not strong enough to get it up there. <laughs> Let's form a fire brigade, a panty fire brigade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Lordy, help us. Okay,
1: so... Yesterday was a big day
2: here. That was my first profession, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's why we're still broke. Yep, that's right. There's not a lot of money in that. No. It's, unfortunately, uh, not as much as you'd think.
2: It's a job of passion, <laughs> kind of like being a teacher. <laughs> wow, we're going to get a lot of hate comments, I'm sure.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Yesterday was a big day. We had a lot of events happening all at once, not including you mowing the backyard. It's true.
2: And then I had to mow the poop patch. The poop patch had to be mowed. That's where all the two dogs poop. Yeah. There was a lot of poop back there. So much poop. Um, You ever
1: mowed over poop? I've never mowed anything. Okay. So you you tell me. Was uh, it fun?
2: Oh, So like sometimes when the house stinks, we run the Lamborghini. Yeah. It's like an outdoor Lamborghini of stink.
1: (laughs) It's just like effusing up out of the ground everywhere you turn. It smells like dog poop.
2: Yeah. It almost turns into a challenge. How many, how many quarter miles do I have to go before I can't smell this anymore? You know what that reminds me of? That I left my shoes on the front porch (laughs) because they were caked with poo.
1: Okay. First of all, I do have a question for you. Why do you personally not go out and pick up poop before you mow? And also... Or you could send a child out to do it.
2: That's disgusting. Okay. I'd rather mow it. Okay. The dogs do... So this is fascinating to me. Yes, please Um, keep going
1: because I'm looking something up. Okay,
2: the dogs confine their pooping to a very restricted region of the backyard. Mm -hmm. And very quickly, all of the children learned that's the poo area. And we don't play in the poo area. Yeah. Because there's poo there. So, it's like... It's almost like the separation of church and state although uh, it's poop and play area.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. I'm just
2: trying to fill in you, time. You, that was you good. That was good things.
1: time filling. Okay, here's the thing. Did you know, and you may have noticed this when you were in the poop patch, dog poop doesn't turn white anymore. I found this on Reddit. It doesn't anymore? It doesn't anymore because they changed what they put, what was allowed to be put in dog food now. So Interesting. N- regulations have changed to where dog food makers can no longer use ground Bone meal in dog food, and that's what used to make it white and calcify.
2: So, what you're telling me is that if Step Brothers were filmed today, Will Ferrell could not, in fact, have a belly full of white dog shit.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Did you know his words, not mine?
2: I never. I don't use profanity. (laughs)
1: No, of course not. Your your mouth is pure as the driven snow. It is. It's much
2: like its own church.
1: Yes. Um. Have you thought about the fact that you've been out there mowing the dogs' poop and you've never seen it turn white?
2: No, I just assumed somebody was eating it. They're sending it to Will Ferrell.
1: <laughs> okay, I thought that was a pretty interesting little factoid. You guys can that bring is, that up at your next dinner party when is, the, yeah. the conversation lulls. Yeah. Hey, yeah.
2: has anyone noticed? I know that we're having a poo-poo platter, and it's not the same. <laughs>
1: but um, okay, I am having a hard time staying on track. Okay, so yes, last night. One of the things that was happening is I got to go to see, in concert, live, in person, breathe the same air as Nathaniel Rateliff and his band, The Night Sweats. It was amazing.
2: Let's, Um, Let's talk through this as a couples counseling perspective. Okay. Don't you think?
1: I have so many words and feelings, I don't even know where to start. So you you lead
2: us. You and I are very different people, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would accredit much of the success of our longevity mm-hmm. in a relationship to the fact that you have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> but beyond that... Okay, yes. I think... I think, and you tell me, call me out on live on air, semi-live on air, editable, (laughs) if you you don't want it live on air. Um, I feel like over the years, we've done a really good job of learning and appreciating the differences in each other. Sure. And so I knew... That you going to this concert was, like, one of the hugest things ever
1: yes. in your life. Wait, can we even back up yeah. to February when I bought the tickets? Yeah. And I, I had to enter, like, a pre-sale lottery. A just contest to,
2: just to be able to buy them. Just yeah. to be
1: able to buy the tickets. I didn't tell you I'd entered it. I got them. I got the tickets. And I, like, busted into your office, Kramer yeah. style. Kip the
2: door open like yeah. a... Like a police raid. And
1: I was like, I got us two tickets to see it at the annual rate live in the night. So it's live here in Oklahoma City. And you are like, oh, great question mark.
2: (laughs) I hit it a little better than that. You only know that because you know me. Yeah, that's true. But if it had been a bystander, they'd been like, what, Meg? He's actually excited. (laughs) But yes. I struggle a little bit in close proximity to humans in a social setting. I right. feel very awkward. I've often, and I'm not kidding. I know yeah. I joke a lot on the show. I've even wondered at times if I don't have a, a tad of agoraphobia or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, it's it's truly a whew, stressful yeah. thing. And I I'm, would have been perfectly willing to go, but as we visited through things, what we recognized is that because of the person that you are, that you would have been so concerned over... How I was feeling. If you were okay. If I was okay, that you would not have been able to enjoy it fully. Right. Now, even with all that, uh, I'm confident that we kind of manifested some circumstances to arise where truly... I needed to stay at home. We had some to watch family logistics. We'll we talk about that in logistics. a second. Logistics. We had weather logistics. Yeah. We had all the logistics. Yes. It allowed you to go. It allowed you to connect with an awesome to go with you.
1: Yes, my dear friend Grace, superstar, awesome turn, dear friend of mine. I asked her at the very last minute, and I deliberated so long. I was like, "This is so last minute. Is this lame to ask her? She's going to have to get a sitter for her kids." Blah 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 but I went ahead and asked her, and she enthusiastically she left said yes. She the kids in the
2: car, but the windows were cracked. <laughs> it's okay. The windows were cracked.
1: We had the best time. Nathaniel Rateliff, and this is what we were talking about just before we started recording, because I just keep saying things about the concert. Nathaniel Rateliff puts on a fantastic show. Yeah. Now, here's what was very interesting. I mean, like, if, if you're familiar with... Especially his performances and his recordings with the the night sweats, it is very big energy. It's he's got it's a nine piece total, including him, a nine piece band. Yeah. There's two saxophones, there's a trumpet, there's the drums, there's now all in the fairness, guitars.
2: One guy holds a guitar while another guy plays it. And that's a little <laughs> weird to watch.
1: It's a lot of Big, big energy music. Nathaniel Rateliff scream sings a lot of Mm -hmm. the songs. And it's just, Grace and I just kept saying, like, we couldn't believe. It's just, the whole set was just song after song after song with hardly any, like, hardly even a pause in between the songs. And it was almost a little bit jarring for me because during the past two years of the
2: pandemic... I've been scream singing.
1: (laughs) I've been listening to and and Nate, I like to call him Nate in my mind. That's what his friends call him. Yeah, have, has been creating a lot of like at home concerts, and he also had a solo album come out. That's a lot, lot more low key, and he does a lot of like talking about like here's what the here's where this song came from, here's what it means to me. Very low key, very intimate. Mm-hmm. Last night was a total performance. Like, he was not there yeah. to connect with us as people. He right. was there to perform
2: a great show for us. Yes, yes.
1: And it was fantastic. But This it was is what a- I
2: do for my clients. Yeah. I connect with no one. I perform a great show.
1: <laughs> no, that's not true. But it was, like, so much an amazing show. Mm-hmm. And I loved every minute of it. And I keep showing you different video clips that I took. Yeah. Like, here, Illegally. watch this.
2: Illegally. Watch this. Meg's a bootlegger. <laughs>
1: But at the same time, it was just it was just so different from what I've been consuming in terms of content for the past few years. As he's done like very stripped down, very acoustic, very personal, intimate performances um, that are you can find on YouTube and all of those things. I have a perspective. Okay, I
2: think, and this is complete guess, right? We we view people from afar and we make judgments mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, I think as I look at him and i'm not I'm not the personality expert that you are, um, though I taught you everything you know. Okay, right <laughs>
1: <laughs> The ongoing personality skeptic <laughs> that you are
2: I think he is an introverted person Oh yeah, for sure and i think I think that those intimate things that's that's the real Nate, but I think somewhere along the way, whether it was him recognizing it or someone pointing it out to him, that he, he was made to know that part of the gig, part of his profession is the tour. Yep. And so he he creates, he, he recognized the value in and created his persona as a showman. Yes. For what you got to experience. Yes.
1: I mean, no judgment.
2: No, very brilliant. Very correct. Very good.
1: And he's even said this before. I've, again, I've spent a lot of time reading interviews and listening to interviews from him. He has said that your new
2: furniture looks great from the shrubs in the front yard.
1: (laughs) Don't let me in Denver city limits because I will be creeping in the bushes. Um, But he has said like he still feels. Feels a lot of insecurity about being like a quote unquote frontman. He feels mm-hmm. like he's like I'm not I'm not skinny enough. I don't have the look of a typical band frontman. I still have we haven't done enough coke yet. <laughs> well, he's That's that how, how other- you get skinny
2: as a frontman. He
1: has other issues going on, but um he. I think that he does feel insecure about it, but he is able to create this persona when he's on stage where he's like, he is the front man and he's doing his job by making this incredible show. It's every tormented actor. Yes. Out there,
2: who, especially seemingly within the comedic world. Mm Yes. Who is such this big personality. But then speaking from the perspective of an introvert, Man, the recovery time is real oh, yes. from from that much output.
1: Right. And this is why I'm like, I cannot believe like like a couple of nights ago, so he was in Oklahoma City last night, a couple of nights ago he was in Rogers, Arkansas performing with um Robert O'Keen. Wow. He was just in Fort Worth. Like it's I'm just a big like show after Drill. Yes. Yeah. It's just show after show. It's this big his vocal I almost wonder if he doesn't talk much between songs because like the songs require so much vocally from him. I don't know, but it is it was yeah. amazing. It
2: was fantastic. I, I loved every minute. I can't remember where I gained this perspective from. um, and it may or may not be true, whatever. but so you and you'd mentioned there's a lot of very strenuous yell yes. yell singing. I wonder. I wonder, and I, Alexa, I've, I've heard this, I can't remember where, I don't know if it's true, but that, like in between concerts on a tour that he'd just literally almost have to be mute. Yeah. do voice recovery, drinking lemon tea. Something. And a spot of honey? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when he got British about it, <laughs>
1: but... Oh man, I'm just like a on such a concert high. It was so great. In the
2: meantime In the meantime, we've gotta buy all new panties. They're all gone. You literally <laughs> took a bag and were like Do it. you had a panty cannon. We're just firing them at the stage. <laughs>
1: I hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was designed to fit neatly in the back of the Suburban. Uh-huh. so yeah, yeah. So, no, no, you don't have to put a seat down to transport it. Oh, my gosh. It it's right next to the stroller.
1: Yeah, right next to the little umbrella stroller in the yeah. back is my yeah. panty cannon. Um, the venue was fantastic. I've never been to the Criterion in Oklahoma City. It was great. I have only good things to say about that experience. But I will say, when Grace and I were pulling into the parking lot next to the Criterion, mm-hmm. As I put the Suburban in park, the tornado siren started going off. Yeah. So that was a whole thing that was happening. They continued to go off for the first hour that we were there. The show started late because it was like, are they going to cancel? Should we all take cover? Everyone, we were in the balcony. We all had our phones out when we were watching the live coverage to see. At one point, Grace and I, being veteran Oklahomans and Storm Watchers, we were like, oh, no, it's going to go south of here. We're fine. Well,
2: that's the thing. Anybody that hasn't grown up. Or at least lived for a decent amount of time in a a tornado-ridden area. Yeah. It feels very daunting at first. Sure. As you're around them for a while, you begin to recognize, well, one, I mean, it's not like the tornado spans miles. That's the thing. Like a hurricane. No,
1: it's not like a hurricane at all.
2: You'll get winds and maybe hail and other things around it, but the tornado itself is not... That wide. No, it's going to go a path, mm-hmm. and also what you can begin to recognize is that the paths are kind of established. Yeah. So, both where you were as well as where our home is, there there are buildings that are over a hundred years old. Yep. Versus there's a there's a tract through the s- southern part of Oklahoma City uh, that it's like. It's hard to find a house more than 20 years old because the tornadoes just come through that is where they go and that is where they do things. So you after you get over the initial panic yeah. of holy shit holy shit holy shit yeah. and you have to say it 3 times. Yes, you have
1: to that's the incantation yeah. that you use. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Then you begin to okay, well look. Let's let's start to apply some logic, because we're still standing here and yeah. not dead. And,
1: and here's the thing, too, that, it, that I think people don't realize who don't live in the path of tornadoes. is There are no sharks in the tornadoes. Thank goodness. There are no
2: sharknados.
1: Thank goodness. But technology has gotten so incredibly precise, yeah. they can actually pinpoint neighborhoods where yeah. you need to take cover. Now, when you and I were growing up, I can remember – we would we never had tornado shelters, so I can remember going like to the armory or to right. a neighbor's house that had a cellar because it would be like the sirens are going off. We just know there's a tornado somewhere. And they
2: booze in the cellar, right?
1: <laughs> there's a, yeah, exactly. There's a tornado somewhere. We got to go take cover because it could be anywhere in the area. But now you're watching it, and it'll be like this this part of this city. Take cover now. It's headed mm-hmm. your way. Which again, as you were saying like has never been the neighborhood that
2: we're in. Right. And I did last night, I did what every, I would say what nearly every Oklahoman does. Mm -hmm. And that is when the sirens went off, I immediately went outside to the front porch. Yes, exactly. And lest you think I'm a freak, I looked around and six other neighbors were out on their front porches looking too. Yes.
1: when, When Grace and I, we pulled in the parking lot, the sirens start going off. We get out and we're like, It doesn't look like a tornado. Right, right. (laughs) So let's go ahead and go inside and see what happens. So that's what we did. It was lightly raining, but we were both like, it's too cold. It's not windy enough. Like you, if you've been in these conditions enough times, you just have like this intuition of like, should we be concerned? So we went in, we got settled Everybody was just staying there and the sirens would keep going off every now and again but and then every- somebody
2: threw in a techno beat and then it really kicked off.
1: Well, my main concern not just for our safety there at the at the venue but I also was concerned because it was also prom night. Yeah. For our oldest daughter, Daisy. And this played into how we, you and I were trying to figure out how to make last night work. Right. Wait, were you going to go with me? Was I going to go by myself? Was I going to go with a friend? Because somebody needed to also man prom logistics. Yeah. So yeah. I took the day shift, which involved taking her to the salon and waiting way too long to have her <laughs> eye, yeah, makeup the eye makeup
2: done. double booked eye makeup lady of death.
1: Yes. Um, I did her hair, I did her nails, we got her into her gown, we did pictures, and then basically, and we got them to their little dinner
2: with friends. Yes, them because a friend came over. Yeah, it was just like a group of friends. It was like a, a co-prep. Yeah. And then, yes, yes, I escorted them and the gorgeous green Lola, yes, the Jeep. Yes,
1: they got a Lola escort to their prom yes. after. Her, f- her
2: friend even commented. Did she? That she didn't imagine many people would get to experience a ride to the prom in Lola.
1: That's right. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, we we totally had to split up the logistics on that, but you had totally handled it and it was It was in my
2: wheelhouse. Yeah. That was that's things I can I can do a task. I can navigate a situation. I can create efficiency where it didn't look like it could exist. But you, I can't stand next to hundreds of you other can't be people. And- and, up in my space while Nate's sweating and there's panties <laughs> flying over head. I don't even have panties, Nate. Here's my old boxers. Maybe they'll fit you. <laughs> don't make it weird.
1: We didn't know if problem was going to actually happen. And it was so nice. And this is just like, I don't know. This is a couple of things. The... The wonderful part of having a long-term marriage, and like you said, a partnership where we understand what the other person yeah. is capable of and what they need, and those types of things. Also, of having older kids and letting them have some agency, and like, do you guys yeah. want to go? Do you feel comfortable? You called the our her friend's mom to be like, should you know? I feel good about yeah, it. Do you I feel good even about my it? Kid,
2: what about yours?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just like I felt like everybody was kind of in. The groove of making the night happen, even though. And by the way, no tornadoes touched down on Columbus not, City.
2: Not a one. Not a one. There so. was a moment, and this is a thing, and this is the beauty of the internet. If you don't live in Tornado Alley, mm-hmm. maybe keep an eye on what's going on somewhere and tap into an internet resource for a local station. Yeah, there was a moment. <laughs> there was a moment in the newscast <laughs> where a thing had happened that sometimes is affiliated with tornadoes. And I thought
1: Can I read the text you sent me?
2: (laughs) Yes, you can. Because I think it it wrapped up my perspective very clearly, very succinctly.
1: Okay. Let's go back in time a minute to last night. Um Okay. You said everything is south and already east now. Surely they'll just delay the start. We were talking about you know concert. concert, Yes. Then you texted, first funnel, spotted near Tinker. That's the Air Force Base.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Do you want to take it from here?
2: No, you started this path. You have to finish it.
1: Next text. (laughs) (laughs) Weather guy just ejaculated. Yes, he did.
2: Very plainly.
1: (laughs) Clothed. Next text. Nope, not not a funnel. Premature ejaculation. Yes. Last text of that part. Good thing he took his weather Viagra. Yes, because <laughs> he had more
2: to. He needed to stay up all night. <laughs> it's freakish. It really is.
1: It's I. It is what our weather people live they for. Do. They do. They're like
2: yeah, just rabidly. Yes. Whew. Yeah. They.
1: They. It is. It's their Super Bowl. It's their everything. It's their Oscar night. It's all of the it's things. Their
2: Oscar slapping event. Yeah. Uh, there's. You know there's some behind the scenes slapping. Yeah, there is. In Off fact, camera. In fact, there was a verbal slap. Oh. There was a moment where he was he was trying to get into the groove and they'd so oftentimes what they'll do is so there's there there are groups of this is an actual profession called Storm Chaser. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People I know a guy that did this. They literally anytime Shit starts to get real. Yeah. They hop in their cars. They have a. They're connected via mobile and whatever, and they have camera. I don't know if they're using Zoom or what technology, but they're they're funneling both audio and video back. And the 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 weatherman proper at the station was trying to talk, and they'd not shut off the feed. Yeah, and somebody was talking, and he was like, "Try to turn them off." <laughs> He was all super aggro about it. He was like,
1: whoo. I love it. It's completely, you get this raw feed. Yeah. You get these behind-the-scenes dynamics that are going on. It's it's pretty awesome. It's worth
2: living in a state that they gave away in a foot race just to experience (laughs) that at least once. But now, again, because of the beauty of the internet, you can experience that without having to live here. For sure. Yes.
1: All right. Well... It's been quite the quite the week and quite the weekend. I feel like we've
2: skipped things. Have we skipped some things?
1: I mean, I think this, these were the main things we wanted to touch on.
2: <sighs> okay. I guess that means I've got to go start cooking. You get put to go my, start cooking. Take my pants off and put my apron on. <laughs> yes, it's your custom. <laughs> it's a requirement, according to you. Hey, one thing I did want to say. Hmm. One thing I did want to say, in all seriousness. I really appreciate that you know what my limitations are, and you don't judge me for that. Of course. And so as we, as both of us were navigating through how to make this whole last couple day period work, at no point were you judgmental and posting anonymously somewhere to say, my husband's a real doucher and he can't <laughs> do whatever. You know, you might. I mean, a lot of people do. <laughs> you just you recognize where I can't and you you don't expect that I'm going to change or that you're going to somehow Mm -hmm. change me. You just let me be who I'm going to be. Yeah. Uh, But then you lean into enjoying who I can be. Absolutely. Yes. And for who I can be, I feel like I'm a pretty damn good person at who I can be. Yes. And I'm trying to get better at the things that I'm not yet, but you don't, uh, you don't condemn me for that. And I appreciate that.
1: Well, thank you. And I appreciate the fact that you knew as much as I love Nate, and also just after the the crazy shit mess that this year has been so far, the last how many years? Yeah, I could use a night to
2: just yeah, do a little scream sing along with the panty cannon and be like <laughs> rock and roll, or country or folk music, whatever you are. Catch Both. my panties.
1: <laughs> Both you and Daisy. That was my other. Um, concern was it's her prom night and that meant that I was going to have to leave before she left. I was proud of her. Yeah, but when I very first brought it up that I realized that this concert was the same night as prom, she was like, oh mom, you have to go to the concert. That's why I was proud of her. Yes. There was no hesitation. She was the one all along, even when I was like, I don't know, I mean, this is such a big deal. I don't want to miss this or that. She just insisted all along the way and you insisted and made it happen. And so anyway, it
2: was good. good. Good, It's good. good. Anybody that wants to do a GoFundMe for new panties will have that up in the show notes.
1: You know, there are a lot of people that feel the way about the word panties that feel about the word moist, which moist and panties is an interesting combo to put together. You put it together. I say panties in normal everyday life, but there are a lot of people who feel very cringe about it. So they're basically like... What if you
2: could say it in a British accent? Because that's a bit of a fetish as I understand it. (laughs) Sure it is. I'm not going to attempt it. You're them. not going
1: to try? No. My British accent is too terrible oh. and embarrassing for all of humanity. All right.
2: Buy some new panties and have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. bye bye